Yo, 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 welcome back, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the Mad Overzealous Podcast. I am your host, Antonio, aka Tone, and we are ecstatic, man. We happy, we finally here, it's launch day, and I got my brothers with me, man, I got my brothers with me. To the left of me, I got my brother Six, the man. I'm just trying to play that fly shit, sly families don't ride shit, even if you don't smoke. Get hot shit, lay back like this, that, this, that, this, that vibe. Finally got off work like this, that, this, that ride to vacation. Across 110th Street was blazing for the motherless children that related to my hair. Yeah, I know. Yo, it was good. Um, yeah, just anytime you want some hot shit, some international shit, just pass me the Oscar course. That's all. That's all I need to say. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that, that Ox core right there, man. That's, that's definitely a good record. I'm feeling that. That was a good selection, bro. Thank you. Shout so, Big Crit. To the left of him, it's it's the one and only, man. I, I don't even know if this guy needs an introduction, but uh, we're going to give it to him anyway. And, uh, yeah, let's go. Dang, Jasmine was singing. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's your boy, you know what I mean? I'm here, man, I'm excited. To give you know to give the people what they want, just like Jasmine. My goodness, <laughs> she came out there. Oh man, she was singing. Woo. Yeah, we here, man. Let's 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 get going. Let's go. Yeah. So, I think I don't think that the the introduction was was, was enough. Okay, because this is a special moment. Like I said earlier, this is launch day. We finally here. M over P, Mad Overzealous Podcast for your listening pleasure. And welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Okay, man. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling it, man. So in today's episode, you know, we're gonna be getting into just the introduction. Of being mad overzealous, the explanation of being overzealous. I think a lot of people out there haven't really grasped their overzealousness. 
<laughs> they tried to deny their overzealousness and overzealous is is universal everyone is overzealous there's good overzealous there's bad overzealous and there's just regular zealous so <laughs> we're going to we're going to be getting into that today man so first off my man six how you feeling today brother uh yeah i'm good i'm good i've been i'm angry at these rich motherfuckers um I don't know if y'all been watching the news. Hello, how you feel, brother? <laughs> With these stock markets and shit, like, mm. yeah, man, shit. Oh my goodness! Wow, hey, it is so flagrant in how these rich people just fucking play these games, bro. And you know, like, I'm not too familiar with how stock markets work, but I've been doing mad research because of this whole GameStop situation. Mm-hmm. And man, is the game rigged. And it's all fake. That's one thing you need to know about stock market. That shit is fake. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this week just proved it, you know? Like, the whole idea of a free market, like, it's really coming into play, into question whether America's a free market, like they say it is. Right. So, yeah, I've just been, I just been fully caught up in that shit. And, God damn, that shit is tiring. <laughs> like, just try to learn this shit. Oh my god! Like, I can understand why. Why so? It's such a small group of people who do that shit. Um, but yeah, these, but these are the people that dictate, you know, the economy. Like, um, yeah, fucking billionaires. Shout out to the little man shoving a fucking these billionaires real quick. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. But besides that, I'm good. I'm good. You know, like I'm, I'm excited to talk about some of the overzealousness that I've shown. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Dees, what about you? Yeah, how, yeah. How, how do you how do you feel today, Dees? Well, I mean today today is a uh, today is a very a very cold. <laughs> And not not just outside, but you know it's just it's a cold world. So you know you gotta be you gotta be prepared. Um, as far as me, I feel good. I'm focused. You know what I mean. I'm I'm a year older since the last uh you know right, <laughs> since right, since right. before uh so I'm so I'm, so I'm happy to be here another year, um and everything. And yeah, um, I, I think I think that deserves an applause, man. Yeah, shout out, shout out to you, man. Happy birthday, you know. Yeah, another year. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Kat. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm here to really, you know, like I say all the time, this is the separation year. You know what I'm saying? So fuck all them stocks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll create my own stock. Let's go, Chen. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we out here, we, we gonna create our own, you know what I mean? Our, our own stock, our own lanes out here. Um, and, uh, yes, I'm overzealous in that regard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's, let, let's get that, let's make that real clear. Because, you know, my thing is, a lot of people sometimes are afraid to be overzealous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and we're not doing that. Sometimes the overzealousness is, is uh, I don't even know if overzealousness is a word, but uh, yeah, yeah. it Listen, is. It is, is. This is what, what what we created, man. Overzealousness is now officially a word. It's not a word, but there we over, go. Or, or here, M O P, overzealousness is a word. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We we out here creating we we out here creating new language. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Um, so yeah, you know, so it's like I got yeah. I gotta cut y'all off. Like I hate to want to party, but both those words are words in the English dictionary. Oh, did we, did we, Overzealousness did we is go. a word. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I mean, I when I, I looked it, I didn't <laughs> no because when I looked it up, I didn't see. I saw overzealous and re- like zealous. Mm-hmm. Because those are words that are definitely in my vocabulary and I use day to day. I've spread my overzealousness worldwide. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now, you know, I got people saying overzealous all over the place. So, but yeah, so, you know, I'm going to go into myself, man. I, I feel amazing today. It's just. Ah, it's cold. It's, it's very brick outside, man. It's freezing, but I feel, I just feel like a warmth inside of me because just doing this podcast and being able to, to just have this, these discussions with my brothers is, is, is therapeutic. So I feel good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be bringing this content to to everyone out there and hopefully you know we can spread a little joy and you know bring a little laughter to to you know everyone's day so yeah shout out to y'all man shout out to the public it's it's I like that shit shout out to the public man. you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> word there's that man public man. you know what I'm saying right right yeah. so so again on today's episode I think we should just tell a little story just to give the people a gist of overzealous moments that we've gone through to kind of, you know, give examples of, of what it is to be overzealous, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's good. Who, who, who wants to grace, the, who wants to grace the floor first, man? Who, who's, who's up first? I think I'll go first. Mine, mine is a pretty, is a young, dumb 22-year-old causing chaos. Um, yeah, so when, I don't know if y'all know Jay-Z, he has a, uh, a music festival that he started, I think, 2014, if I'm not mistaken. What? Yo, hold on, hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We all know Jay Z, man. Everybody knows Jay Z. No, no, no. I said I don't know if y'all know that Jay Z started. No, you said I don't know if y'all know Jay Z. No, no, no. <laughs> you said, I don't know if y'all know Jay Z, but you know he has a fest. Yeah, everybody knows Jay Z. Well, go ahead, bro. <laughs> No, I said I don't know if y'all know who Jay. I don't know if y'all know Jay Z started a music festival. I know everybody knows who Jay Z is. <laughs> well, does everybody know? <laughs> yeah, man, God. <laughs> they gotta be some people out there on Jay Z. I don't know. Maybe I didn't word it right, but obviously people know Jay Z. Um, but yeah, he started a music festival. Um partnership with Budweiser called Made in America and um, at that time it was only in one city, Philly. As of now it's in two cities, Philly and Los Angeles. So 
Uh, the headliner that year was Kanye West for one of the days. And then uh, mm-hmm. one of the other days, it was um, Kings of Leon. Um, mm-hmm. and, and now, people I know don't know this. They, Kings of Leon is a band. Um, they, make, they make pretty good music. I mean, yeah, I don't really Shout out to Kings of Leon, but, man. Sex, my sex is on yeah. fire, man. Like song is mad hot. Sex yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Sex on fire, nigga. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Um but a lot a lot of other artists over there was like J. Cole before twenty fourteen Forest Hill Jar. No wait. I think he had just released yeah, twenty fourteen Forest Hill Jar. I don't know. It was so long ago. But Steve Aoki was there, Boss from Greenville Records. Um, oh yeah, I like Boss, man. That boss is nice. Word, I yeah, like boss. Boss is nice. Yeah, boss is nice. Boss is nice. Yeah. That's a fact. Nice word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like boss. He, he, he killed his performance too when I went to see it. A word. He's a um, good performer. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was good. So J Cole, I don't know. He said he was drunk, but that man performed like nobody's business. He had a live band. His guitarist mm-hmm. was like phenomenal. Like. J. Cole mm-hmm. even gave him like a few minutes of you I think a few minutes yeah, a few minutes just to like go solo real quick, do a little solo, like yeah, J. Mm-hmm. Cole is a great performer and yeah, I've seen it. Guy. I've seen it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, but sometimes you know, not to cut you off, just to add on, you know, sometimes when you have an artist in them like, because obviously J. Cole is the man with them, and then usually sometimes the other artists be kinda like I don't want to really step on his toes, you know what I mean? But the fact that this dude is a good is a good performer as well as an artist, that's that's hot, you know? The, the cat Bach, because I like Boz. Boz is nice, word. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear that. For sure. Yeah. Like, and you know, J. Cole's music, like, lends itself to the live instruments. Like, it's, mm. so it, he just sounded great. Um, but yeah, he said he was drunk off that Henny, and I don't know, like, he came out stumbling, but he gave a hell of a performance. Um, so day two or day one of the festival, there was some DJ performing. Um, like a, he was like a mashup DJ. I can't even remember his name. Um, um, he started performing and it started to rain. So all the security was like, listen guys, like you're going to have to, you know, suspend the show. And, you know, you guys are just going to have to stick around or go to the hotel if you want. So, you know, they started pushing us back and they created a barricade um, for, for all the uh, attendees. So I'm like 22. I was one of my friends there, uh, my best friend at the time. And, you know, for like 10, 15 minutes, we're just fucking standing there in the fucking rain, um, like dickheads, not doing shit. Um <laughs> Can't be on our phones and shit because that shit will get wet. So, you know, there was like maybe five thousand of us, and maybe like I want to say ten security guards holding these barricades up. So mm. I'm like, and I get a thought in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna just push this motherfucker out the way and create a little hole, and then we just rush the stage. Like fuck that shit. So. <laughs> I couldn't say it out loud because the guard was right next to me. Mm-hmm. So I told, I looked at my, 
to my friend at the time, and I and I like give him a look, like two looks. Like I'm like, yo, to catch his attention. And I'm like, I like kind of rattled the barricade to you know to let him know, like, listen, we're gonna push this shit. Like, fuck that. And at that time, <laughs> it, at that time, he was like, he was jacked, bro. Like this kid would work out like nobody's business. So I was like, okay, I'm like six three. 240. My man over here is 5'11, 180, all muscle. I'm like, we could get we could get this guy out the way real quick. So <laughs> so he gives me the nod. He gives me the nod and I'm just like I just push the barricade and just fucking book it for the stage. And it just like created this funnel of just twenty two year old just fucking <laughs> we just fucking rushed to the stage and then you just start seeing more holes being created in other points of the barricade and we're just fucking like yeah we're fucking rushing the stage <laughs> and um we fucking rushed the stage and we just start fucking wilding I don't even remember what we did but I remember like a branch fell a light pole like we fucked it up um like just causing City property damage, and mm. I was a caveat for that. And I was just like, "Wow, that shit really worked." And we all got away with it. Like, like we just rushed the stage, and the security was like, "The fuck was gonna do?" Like, it's fucking thousands of them, like all on like pills and drunk and high. Like, not me though. I mean, I smoked at the Yay concert though. Not that fun, but um. This was this was me sober, son. Like, and I always get ideas like this, but I just never act on them. But I was like, "Listen, this is not my city. I mean, I'm I'm in a music festival. Like, fuck that shit." And we forced the artists to come back out because we were just yelling, like, "Come back!" Oh, some shit like that. And he's a cool ass artist, well, master DJ, and he just came out and just started rocking with us. I was like, "Yo, this is the best day ever." Until I saw Yay, and I was like, holy shit, this is, a, this is an wow. amazing fucking overzealous weekend. So, so you was out there, you, <laughs> right. yeah. you was out there inciting riots and shit, man. <laughs> oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you was out here doing it. You was doing, you was doing the light skin that Turner. Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Full revolt, but that's yo. Ass, <laughs> but thankfully, no one got hurt. Like, no one, mm-hmm. you know, was hurt. Like, somehow, I'm surprised no one got hurt. Like, like it was just amazing that we were able to keep going and keep partying. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I also want to say, fuck that one lady that couldn't, wouldn't give me a beer. Like, <laughs> I just, I just, I just turned up. 21. And she asked me for ID. And I show her ID, and she still wouldn't give me a fucking beer. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, wow, yeah, that's that crazy. Way. Yeah, no. word. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> word, man. Like, mm-hmm. so, 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 what you got for us, these man? What, what, what's your, what's your overzealous moment? I ah uh, man, so. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta go back some years. Okay. So 
my moment of 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 overzealousness, right? And I'm not gonna lie to you. This over it's it, it's it's like you know it's, it's levels to it, right? Because I think initially this this reasoning for not just me, but the people that were also involved for being overzealous was positive. You understand? So I'm gonna tell you. Um, so you know I'm in school. I never forget this. This was back in 2009, um, and everything. And it was like, yo, it's basketball season, you know, and you know, yeah, you know, I'm focused on playing ball and shit. But you know, it's some jokes, some new mics coming out, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna get these. I'm pretty sure, you know, for for all y'all out there, you know what I'm saying? Oh nine, the jams, the re-release, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, these are not the ones with the blue ice on the bottom. This is the original joint. You feel what I'm saying? No extra, you know, the patent leather. Nah, the original joint. And, oh, uh, man, it was a frenzy. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing it out. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to leave this day. Usually, you know, mics always come out on Saturday morning. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, I was going to, you know, man, leave my school at Friday, on Friday. Or I did, matter of fact, I, I didn't do the research the correct way, so I think I believe I left on Saturday. So I'm thinking, you know, it's all good. I'm just rolling. I'm getting them and everything, blah, blah, blah. Man, I had a whole other thing coming. Before, son, literally, like, when I was on my way, because what I didn't know at the time is, you know, taxes out here camping and all that. You know what I'm saying? So literally, like, at the crack of dawn, you know what I'm saying? They, they opening up the joint. Son, I look on the news. The news. And this is not like a local news from my school. This is the full, like the full news. It was a. It was like, like a like huge, channels, like, like, like ABC, yeah, NBC. Yeah, type, like type ABC. Show. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean, son? It was a big, huge fucking hole on 34th Street. Now, mind you, if anybody knows this is 34th Street. I'm talking about. This is Call of Duty. Full cop. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not even playing at all with anybody at all at that time. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers don't give a fuck at all. You understand? They broke into the... And then, remember, at this time, 34th Street had, like, one of the biggest footlockers, like, in the city. They fully broke into the shit. You know what I'm saying? It was a huge hole. Like, like with the mannequins, they these the mannequins. The mannequins and shit is, like, on the floor. Like, they was on some, yo, you know what I mean? Either y'all gonna give us our shit or we gonna take them. Nigga, they cleared the whole shit out. <laughs> like, like word up, son. Cleared the whole shit to the point where it was fully wrapped. Like, this, all the shoes was gone before the, before the fucking release. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then once I saw that, I was like, all right, well, I mean, I want the kicks now. But, you know what I mean? I ain't trying to, you know, really literally get up on some Call of Duty shit. <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Just to get the kicks. So, Oh man, I was I was underzealous, overzealous, midzealous. I was every every part of zealous. You know what I'm saying? And then sad zealous because I could not get the shoes at all. So at the time, you know what I'm saying, I had to settle for some um for some half cents at the time. I don't know, if you, you know, catch remember the half cents was was kind of cool, but the space jams was like those those things at that time. And yeah, I couldn't get them. And oh man, that but that I just never seen. And, and and if you really look at the timeline of sneakers, like that was the beginning 
of all of the you know people like not saying that people was never camping out, but at, that was the beginning of the frenzy because you know if you if you if you know sneakers, the Galaxy Foams came after that. And that shit was even more crazy. But the Space Jams brought all of that. Like yo, this shit can really be a business. Like I know a lot of cats that was out here paying mortgages for kicks. You know what I'm saying? At right. the time, like right, right. yeah, and that that joint that was crazy. Like I, I never seen. And then you know some of the some of the like the news outlets were showing like you know the frenzy like other other places with niggas people fighting and shit getting it on just fully saying <laughs> like yo just wilding just to get the kick. I was like, yeah, damn, this is real. I I yeah, remember that, Wait. that time period, man of of the sneaker culture was just a different time, especially with Jordans because kids were really getting robbed and dying over these shoes, like. Dudes was running up on cats straight with the hammer, like running this, running this, running the shoes, killing, like mm-hmm. killing cats. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're not at that point anymore where, where, you know, Jordan is now producing more shoes that everybody can get it. And it's not like such an exclusive because mm-hmm. it, it was just a sad time when you look on TV and, and you see, a fourteen-year-old kid dead over some sneakers, you know. Like, wait, you're telling me a bunch of a bunch of kids left with a size nine left only when they raided the Foot Locker, bro? It was. Let, let me tell you, because like literally on the display, it's sample yeah. size, which is size eight, and it's always a left. So you telling me Son, a bunch of was kids no- left with a size eight left? Bro, at the time, you know, at, they don't do this anymore. But at the time, when a pair of kicks was coming out, you know, they would have them in the mannequins, like you know what I mean, like outside the shit, so you could see what's good. You know what I'm saying? Like this Wait, shit was a fact. Yeah, they was. You remember? You know, back in the day, they used to they used to advertise the kicks, like yo, this is the kicks, and nah, was, they would I be was, like I was too poor. I was too poor to even look at the mannequins like that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like. Now they don't even. First of all, they don't even do the lines at all anymore. But you know, what I mean, they had to create a whole new system, bro, just because of that. Like, listen, nah, they, they didn't they have still do lines. They still do lines. No, they did, No, they do. They do lines. Don't get me wrong, but see, at the time, what the fuck lines? They was doing campouts, yeah, nigga, like literally, oh, yeah, literally, yeah. like the day before. Yeah. Nah, hell no. Yeah, Cats like, was camping out like two, three two weeks before, yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, yeah, son. Like, and if you skip a nigga on the line, it was a bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, like, I knew a dude that I used to like. Cause at the time, you know, I used to get, you know, I used to be, I ain't gonna find, I used to get on the line and shit. You know what I'm saying? And there was this cat. He was like a little cat or whatever, but he used to get a lot of kicks. Cause I guess he must have had some tape or whatever he was doing, right? And I met him on the line, and he was telling me a story how he got mad fucked up one time. You know what I'm saying? Cause he was on the line. And he had the kicks, and basically, when you get the kicks and you see other niggas on the line, eventually people are not going to be able to get the kicks. So you will have to like stand around there, you know what I mean, to kind of like, uh, you know, see the perimeter, and then you can get your kicks off. You feel what I'm saying? And the nigga has some kicks on him, and these niggas that didn't wasn't able to get him, and they mad fucked him up and beat him up and took his kicks. So I guess he looked at me like, and I was like, yo, you know, I roll with you because niggas ain't fucking me up. And I want some kicks. You know what I'm saying? So he got cool off of that and everything. But yeah, man, that shit, that joint is real. Like those dudes were straight up robbing cats, 
doing whatever because at the time the flip was crazy and 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 it was like I ain't gonna front and that shit was like selling drugs, okay? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. word like people was people was like they was doing whatever, cat, to get a pair of those shoes. Like words, son. They were they were fully cash out and you could get you could go out a few hours and make like mad peak in a few hours, son. So niggas was that was really cat's job. Like word, they would they would you know what I mean? They would go get get some tape for one release and then flip it the next release. Cause at the you know at that time it was a pair of D's kicks coming out every two to three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like so, son, catch was really literally surviving off that joint, huh? At the time, Word. Yeah, man. yeah, they got they got this kid down in Florida. I don't know if y'all seen that. Then Complex did a, a joint on him. He was like a 15 year old kid. It was like two years ago too. He probably was making like tens of thousands of dollars just reselling kicks. Um. And he was running it all out of his, I think, grandmother or mother's um, house. Like, the kid was already had chain for money. Um, and he just mm-hmm. had his own little business. And, yeah, I think they call him the shoes are. Some shit like that. But the kid had every kick he would think of. Like, whatever you wanted, he had it. But you were going to be a real thing. So that's going yeah, man, that's that was definitely a crazy story. But I'm gonna get into my story, man. I'm a, I'm gonna take it back to I think this was oh six. Yeah, I believe it was oh six. But this is a, a story from my high school days when I was at my old time high of overzealousness, <laughs> like. <laughs> I've I've definitely calmed down. Like anybody who knows me now knows that I'm way more relaxed than I was back in those times. But yeah, so I used to go to Boys and Girls High School, you know, so shout out to to all my people from the high. And you mm-hmm. know, I was, I was on the basketball team and we were playing um can't remember exactly where we were playing, but we were playing in this tournament and we was playing against um I think they were Saint Saint Mary's. Saint Mary I forgot the Oh team. my goodness. Yo, <laughs> I know this story. <laughs> yeah. Yo. So uh, pay attention, tap in, y'all. My good we we need some we, 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 what's the uh what's the sound effect? <laughs> He's eating up shit. Like yo, He's eating up. All right, all right. Let me get into it. Let me get into it. So, for all my people that play ball, who knows, you know, you from NY, you know the basketball circuit, you know Edgar Sosa. So, this was Edgar Sosa's brother. Um, So, Edgar Sosa's brother, if if this ever passed your ears and you shout out to you because you was mad over zealous that day. You trash. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that nigga was trash. Like, so, yo, fucking just big and trash. Like, yo, go ahead. So, yeah. So, I think. At, at, that, at that time, I was, I was coming off the bench. So, you know, every, every moment that you're playing in the game, it counts because you never know, you know, with so much talent that we had on that team, you never know when you was going to get back in the game. So I had to capitalize on every opportunity that I got. So I'm in the game, and I'm matched up against Edgar Sosa's brother, right? 
and this guy's playing extra physical. Like he sees me coming to game, and I think he he's like, I'm barbecue chicken because you know he just starts like throwing all of his body weight into me, throwing elbows, just playing real dirty, right? So this guy he grabs a real strong rebound over me, but he elbows me in the face, and then he scores. So when he does, when he do that. You know, my coach at the time, she starts yelling at me. Like, she's like, Tony, don't, you gotta be strong. You gotta, you know, you can't let him do that to you. So I'm trying to tell her. <laughs> so he got me. Hey, hold on. I want to say this. I am, I am in the game also at the time. So continue. I know. I remember this. But yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So <laughs> it's not that I wasn't being strong because I'm, I was just a naturally strong kid at that time. I played hard all the time. He was just playing extra dirty. So I, I Man, go, you call a bow to the face, right? He's throwing bows to the face. He's, he's just like trying to trip me, just playing extra dirty, man. So I say to him, I'm like, listen, like we going back on offense. And I say, yo, you throw another elbow at me. I'm straight rocking you. So when I say that to him, he kind of takes like a pause, right? And then he starts to laugh, but his laugh is like awesome. <laughs> you know, it's real slow and menacing. So I'm like, oh, this nigga really trying to play me. Like, like I'm like, I'm really soft out here. So my team shoots, we miss and we go back on defense, right? So. Now he's calling for the ball in the post and he's posting up real hard, right? And he does like a drop step move and he elbows me in the face. So <laughs> two, two seconds earlier, I just told him, I gave him a fair warning. Like, yo, my man, if you do that again, I'm snuffing you. And again, he started laughing. <laughs> So I'm like, oh nah, I can't, I can't let this go down like this. So I just rock him, boom, mm, fully connect, right? <laughs> so when I snuff him now, right, he stumbles back, like almost fall. He don't fully fall, but he stum, he fully stumbles back, right? And that was just a, that was just a little, the teaser. I was going to hit him with the, <laughs> I was coming back for the, for the finisher, you know? And when I was like, I can't cock back to throw, throw the right again. And I I forgot who it was at the time, but one of my teammates jumped in front. Like, it was Mac. It was Mac. D Mac. Yes, yeah, sir. It yeah. was Mac. Yes. Yes, it was. I was too late. Like, yo. Right, right. So he jumped in front, like, "Yo, Tony, chill, Tony, chill." <laughs> and then the ref, the ref, everybody looking at me, you know, trying to hold me back and everything. And they they kicked me out the game, right? So they kicked me out the game. Now I'm on the bench, and and you know, the coach at the time is just, "What are you doing? <laughs> You're costing us the game." <laughs> and, so I so I turned to him and I said, "Yo, you said don't be soft." <laughs> like, hey. I had to do 
I had to do what I had to do at that point because I'm not going to let somebody out here just just abusing me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like I'm some type of chick, you know, like some like uh in some type of abusive relationship where dude is just beating on me. Like no, no. This ain't this ain't happening. Not like that. So I I had to make my presence felt and um yeah, so I I got kicked out the game, y'all. <laughs> And we lost. All right, but well, hold on, hold on, please, please. I gotta, I gotta add to this. Oh my goodness, because right, this so all this, all. Let me let you guys know that all of these, all of this, these things happen. Let me also let you guys know that St. Mary's had a very good team. They had a pro that, like, he plays, played in the league. Shout out my boy Scott. Like, this is not no regular. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that. It's a lot of media coverage. We had pro prospects on our team also at the time. Okay, this wasn't like, you know, full Division One, all that. You know what I'm saying? Ranked players, everything. This guy, Tone, didn't give a rat's ass. Okay, like, he didn't care about college or none of that. And, and like I said, at the time, me and him were the forwards. Okay, so I'm in the trenches down low with him, you know, and all that. And I, and I, I see what's happening, but at the end of the day, it's like when that play happened, I was like, you know, you know, when you're watching a movie or a TV show and somebody's about to do something crazy and then they slow it up and then his friend is like, no, yeah, like, but see, I didn't even get a chance to do no. I was go, I was doing the no for the for the like he said the finisher. I already saw, and, and mind you. This guy was like, this shit was like MMA. You know when you fully rock a nigga, and then everybody's like, oh shit, the nigga's like, you about to see what I'm saying? And then you go and finish him. Like, I was like, no, but this shit happens so fast because I'm on the opposite block. And like he said, the dude didn't even get a chance to make the play at all. Like, <laughs> the nigga, yo, because you know, and you play basketball, you know, I got to be for the weak side read. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm watching my man, but at the same time watching the ball, the nigga does the shit and Tone just hit him. Boom. And, and the shit, shit happened so fast, but it was mad funny at the same time. So I'm like, yo, this nigga really fuck. I'm giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like laughing, but then I'm like, yo. It, it wasn't. It wasn't funny for me because I was the one getting lumped up in the face, getting elbowed, you know, <laughs> in the ribs, and this guy was yeah. fully overzealous. So I, I had to show him my my side of overzealousness, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it's too, it's just always the, it's always the cat that's trash though. You understand? Because <laughs> if you're nice, you don't gotta do all that. You understand? Know and everything like you just you just you know you just bust ass. Respectfully, you know what I'm saying? You can talk shit, but when you gotta do that, when you gotta take it to other lengths that's not even basketball, then you just not that nice. Usually, you feel know what I'm saying? So, right, right. man, that was, and I ain't gonna front. We needed some. We needed you too that game, <laughs> like yo, <laughs> see, you just didn't give a fuck at all. Yeah, that <laughs> and that was the infamous quote. I know you remember the quote at the game. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, listen, should I should I tell him the quote, okay? Yeah, go, I, mean, go ahead. I, I can't recall the quote, so go ahead. What are you talking about? All right, listen. So we wind up losing the game, guys. All right, lose the game. Um, I remember at the time, Danny Green's younger brother, um, was killing down low and everything, killing greedy and everything. Um, and 
Anthony, Anthony Gaines, you know, uh, our coach at the time. I know you guys know what it, what it is. Um, Love was just screaming. <laughs> Love's a cursing. Love never cursed, right? But she just, you gotta have to And she was so upset that she couldn't really put it into words. <laughs> at the end of her rant, uh, Anderson was like, nope. Everybody want to be Batman. Where the fuck is Robin? <laughs> Yo, the whole, mind you, we're all like damn near tears. Cause it's so like hold a big on, you game. gotta give context for people who don't know. So Anderson is the assistant coach. Okay. Love is, <laughs> yes. love is Anderson the head is coach. The, Anderson is the yes, assistant coach. Yes. Okay. And mind you, everybody is like upset. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, damn, we lost and everything. And the shit was so funny that we all just started, even love, everybody was just laughing. You know what I'm saying? Because the way he said it, he was like screaming. He was like, everybody wants to be Batman, but where the fuck is Robin? It was funny, like, yo. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was and that was that was a supreme overzealous moment because we getting chewed out and this guy was going to hit us with the joke like mm-hmm. Anderson didn't give a fuck like yo, Word. oh man so, that was just hilarious. Word. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. was, that was definitely some funny times you know reminiscing back in those time high school days, but I kind of want to pivot from that and and kind of talk about. Overzealousness as far as the music industry, the rap game, just over the last, I want to say, two years or so now, we've lost so many different rappers from, you know, just guys killing them, just taking them out, sheer violence. So I just want to touch on the overzealousness in, in, you know, rap right now and Know, artists like Pop Smoke, Nipsey Hussle, and you know, yeah. it's countless. Uh, it's, 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 I mean, it's too much to name right now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like I, I feel like these artists, um, just in music, right now they're just like they're targets, man. Like you know what I'm saying, and and um. I mean, I can't really, I mean, I can recall maybe in my younger days where it was like this, like, you know, the pot days, and but it was real beef. It wasn't no just, you know what I'm saying? Catch just talking. But now it seems like, you know, there's there's guys really, really talking about, like, crime and just shit that, you know what I mean? That's real life. And these guys are just straight up targets. And um, it's, it's real sad, in, in my opinion, because... A lot of their screams and shit is all from the youth. You know what I'm saying? The youth is 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 is, is really I cannot put it like they they're really buying into a lot of the stuff that these these guys are saying. So shit, man, it's it's, it's definitely a tough time for these music artists that are just you know dropping and getting it going, mad going to jail and shit. You know, free cash. You know what I'm saying? Like all this shit is is crazy, man. You know, so this shit is. <clears throat> with the Pac and Big situation, what what was the original like beef with that? Because they were friends, and then mm. like, well, I mean, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, you're right. They started off as friends. You know, Pac, see, the misconception is people think Pac is originally from the West Coast, and he's not. <laughs> like, yeah, Pac is originally an East Coast guy. So. He's from Harlem, right? Um, I can't, I think it was definitely New York. I'm not sure. I can't re- fully I think recall. it was like Baltimore, sir. Oh, it was Baltimore. New York. Wasn't it? Wasn't it New York? But I mean, listen, it was the well, East Coast. No, it was New York at first, and then it was Baltimore. Yeah, Carla. it was definitely East Coast. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was East Coast. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it was East Coast. So, um, he started off with Digital Underground. You know, you know, do the Humpty Hump. You know that song, that rapper was really yeah, good yeah. day. So he started off with the Yeah, that's just fire. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at mm-hmm. that time, that's when he and Big was friends. You know, that was before Big was with um, Diddy and, you know, all of that, right? And, mm-hmm. um, damn. So, Pac was um he was recording at the studio. They always at at a studio recording. Like Biggie was there, Pac wound up showing up later on and you know when he got to the studio, these dudes shot him. Right? That's what the first time when he got shot. So they shot him and Big supposedly, allegedly I would say, Big knew who those guys was and Pac had got upset because he's like, yo, these dudes, you're supposed to be my man, and these dudes shot me, and you know who, you know who it was, and you didn't even give me a heads up, or you're not even telling me who these people are. So, automatically, mm-hmm. Pac's anger shifted off of those guys, whoever, who shot him, and he fully directed it to Big. And at that time, Big was, you know, blowing up with Bad Boy, and, you know, so you see this guy who, you know, was your man and you was trying to help him get on and he allegedly knows who shot you. He's not saying anything and now he's fully blowing up. So you like he's getting to to heights in which you want to get to. So, you know, I felt like that that jealousy was creeping in at that time, looking at the meteoric rise of big and, you know, Pac is all fucked up. So I think he had went through some legal situations and he wound up going to jail. This is Pac. And in jail, you know, that's when Suge and, you know, Snoop and these boys reached out to Pac. was like, yo, we can help you with your legal situation. All you got to do when you get out is get on a team. You know what I'm saying? And when you get on a team, we going full throttle at these East Coast niggas. You know, Bad Boy, Mob Deep, Nas, all of the East Coast artists. So Pac, being in the situation that he was in, in jail, you know, just coming off of getting shot, all fucked up, you feeling like the world is against you. Naturally, he decided, like, yo, I'm going to take this opportunity, go to death row. And when he went to death row, that's when it was a full-on onslaught. Trying to take out Bad Boy, Diddy, Biggie, and you know that's where the beef was created. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, because no, go ahead. No, I mean, seeing what happened so many years ago, you know, back in the '90s, these two artists who were 
you know, Mount Rushmore type artists lost their lives and bringing it to present day. And it's like you're seeing more and more artists like more frequently being taken out, you know, shot in cold blood. Like this dude X was killed right in the middle of the street, like with no regard. So it's just like my question is, why do you guys feel like this is happening so frequently to where these artists are just being and these are not re- like it's not lower level artists. These are like artists who are on the rise, who are considered by many to be legends. Even with the short amount of time that they were in music, the type of impact that they had was just astronomical. So, why do you guys feel like this is happening? Well, I'm gonna start off right. Um. One of the main reasons that I feel that uh, this is happening so frequently frequently now is the fact that these artists, you can touch them now. You get what I'm saying? Being that, you know, with the rise of social media and how social media is so prevalent on, you get what I'm saying? Like bringing the artists to their top uh, position, that gives the ad the casual fan or the or the person that may not fuck with them or whatever so have you an opportunity to kind of see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas back in the days, you know, there had to be some type of maybe, you know, I mean, and this is all alleged, who knows, you know what I mean? But, you know, some type of rat in the system or somebody that is close that can kinda you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe that somebody that knew Pac and Big killed big, both of them. You feel what I'm saying? Not like just some cat that was hired, you know what I mean? Like, there was some type of connection as to how that happened. You know what I mean? So it's just like, that's really what I think it is, to be honest. I think it's social media and the fact that these artists are have to interact at this point, and because of that, that gives the casual person an opportunity to kind of measure what, 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 what type of attack they're going to make or whatever so have you. You know what I mean? That's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, a lot of these artists, they they share their location where they at. Like, mm-hmm. I I just don't understand that. Like, like it gotta be someone in your family or in the industry that be like, yo, y'all can't share your locations. Like, y'all can't be doing that type of stuff. Like, because you know, growing up for us, it was always like, you know, just try to stay low. They had people's way. Um, especially when it came to, like, that violence and that gang stuff and drug stuff, you know, like, try to avoid that at all costs. And I feel like a lot of these younger artists now and just kids in general feel like they're literally invincible. Like, nothing bad will happen to them. I'm untouchable. Like, because they can, going back to the social media aspect, they can see all the adoration that they're getting from their fans. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, look at X. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if X felt invincible because from the way I heard him talk, like, he seemed like a really, like, just calm kid. Like, you know, after all the the allegations against him, like, you could see there was a shift in his, like, thinking. You know, like, he was just a smart kid. Um, Um, So, I don't know. 
of EXO Invincible, but a lot of these other artists, they feel invincible, you know, and they feel like, oh, I'm loved. Like, I'm loved by everybody. Um, and it's by 10 now. Like, imagine, like, talking big felt that love, but imagine you can open a fucking little icon on your phone where you just got thousands of fans loving you. Obviously, you got the negative ones, but for the most part, when you're making popular music, it's mostly positive. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's one effect. Um, because you notice a lot of these artists are very, very young. Like X was what, 18, 19? Yeah, he was, was, he was 20. He was 20. 20. Look at that. 20, son. Like, fucking just so yeah, young. Yeah, man, he was. Mega star too, this dude, man. He was on his way. Yeah, that's a fact. Like, talk about talk about a kid that just like was kind of in tune with his emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like at 20 years old, he was able to pivot. Like I don't know if he did it on his own or the people he had around him. Like you know, I'm sure he did do a lot of it on his own because hmm. like he, his mind sh- mindset just shifted from like when he first came into the game. Um, so I think that's one aspect. And then another aspect is like a lot of these young kids, like in these inner city neighborhoods, like they got nothing else to do. Like they just, you know, you, they, they, they don't have the same, you know, economic, um, prosperity as some of like their counterparts in their schools. And, you know, they want the Jordan, they want to look fly, you know, especially in like, from, when you come from my minority back, minority background, like you want to be fly as fuck, and um, a lot of these kids they're just like, yo, like I'm gonna just rob somebody real quick for they Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's one aspect, like you know, just kids don't have any, um, they don't have anywhere to 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 go and to and anything to do, you know what I'm saying? For the most part, except you know join and do the bad stuff because they're like, oh, well, my man over here is making a quick buck and he looks fly. He and all the girls, you know what I'm saying? Um, we, we we glorify all this, like, celebrity too, you know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, you gotta be a man, you know, otherwise, you know, your life is a savior and you gotta have a car and you gotta have a house and you gotta have all this, you know what I'm saying? Like, social media, um, is putting a magnifying glass on a lot of the culture that we have in America, you know? Um, so we just, we just need more programs for kids um, in these inner cities. And even, like, you in Atlanta, like, there's some suburbs where, like, you, it's a dangerous part of the suburbs, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and we we need more programs for these kids to, to 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 have outlets for their emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these kids have pent up energy where they just they they can't get their frustrations out. You know, with school, their parents, um, you know, just their, their classmates. Like they have no one or nowhere to talk to because they're just ignored, and then they're told, "Oh, just suck it up." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. You know, just, just, it's just a whole society. The whole society is just fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's only getting worse because in the 90s, who was a really, like, big artist that, like, were taken out? Big Pac, Big L, and. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like notable names for sure. I, I, I mean, you had mm-hmm. other artists who were who were murdered, but I think those were the biggest names at that time for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's more frequent now. You see it, and then you know, even with the drug overdoses with some of these people, right. like it's with Mac, and it's and getting out of hand. Yeah. Yeah, and drug shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Drug shit is mad whack, man. These kids don't got an outlet, bro. Like, you know, I, I, I've seen people addicted to drugs, and it's just like, it's the worst thing ever, bro. Like, it's, they can't help themselves. Like, because, and then the shame they feel when they, like, relapse, they just, man, it's mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Like, because they feel so much shame and guilt. Um, so it's, 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 it's just a lot. And then a lot of these kids are entitled because of social media. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, you should have this. You should have that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these parents, you know, they're kind of like, they're kind of like a double-edged sword to these kids. You know, they're like, they tell these kids, oh, you know, just suck it up. You know, um, you're a child, you know, shit. But then they tell these kids, oh, you're special. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you. You deserve everything. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you no, know, you still got to teach hard work to these kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to, like, respect their their feelings and, like, you got to show them the proper way to deal with their feelings and just put them in these programs. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so it's just, it's, it's like, it's a lot, man. It's just a lot, a lot on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, in terms of, like, you know, you gotta teach these kids how it works, but also let them know, like, yo, you like how to teach. You gotta teach them how to express themselves properly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and unfortunately, in the inner city, like, it's tough, man. Like, like you can't be seen as soft out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely like all facts because in the areas of where we grow up it's <laughs> the teachings is overzealous as far as mm. not mm-hmm. not allowing kids to really tap into that to their real emotions you know so I want to pivot from that, though. I want to pivot from that and and get into just overzealousness in relationships because, obviously, we've all been in relationships. We've had women. Who, yeah. <laughs> we've had women who were overzealous. I know me personally, uh, the women who I've had is extremely overzealous. So let's just talk about <laughs> let's talk about that. Man. Let's get into overzealousness in relationship. Yes, yeah, so like I said, overzealousness in relationships. Let's uh, you know, kind of touch bases on that. Give your experiences. So who who's up first, man? Who's gonna go first? All right. Well. <laughs> I think it's fitting <laughs> uh, that I go in. So, man, me and relationships 
man, I'm, I'm like, I'm like a savvy veteran. Yeah, you know man, I've been, I've been in and out with chicks. Oh my goodness, since my teen years, and it doesn't change. You know what I'm saying? I was chicks was overzealous when I was a kid. I had stories from times where, you know, back in the days where you had a Valentine. You know what I'm saying? That you had to you if you didn't give the chick they Valentine shit when you first see them, then it was a problem because mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. When I was in high school, I had a lot of chicks. You know what I'm saying? So when you got when you gotta like go from one class to the next, it's just a lot of overzealousness. You understand? Like, you know, then as as an adult, uh, man, you know, chicks breaking into the crib while I'm not even in the crib, calling me from inside of my crib. You understand? I, I got to get back and come back to my chicks being stolen. Like, hold, on, hold on, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait. So you say, listen, you're saying that a chick broke into your crib while you weren't there. And called you and said, and what what did that conversation, what was that like? <laughs> and listen, this girl, you know who you are. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> okay. Mind you, I'm not even in the crib at all. You understand? I don't know how she got in the, but she's in the crib, okay? Cool with me. through the window, like, uh, <laughs> like. She did the, she did, she did the full Miles Morales, I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm Like, yo. I'm like, yo, what the? So I'm, I'm like, so now I'm, I'm trying to get to the crib. You know what I mean? Because that's the, if anybody that gets chicks, you know, that ain't a good sign. Okay, when your chick, if she ain't supposed to be in there, and she's in the crib, I get back to the crib. I'm like, ah, right, you know, everything is all good. You know, yada yada yada. And then when, when, when I, when I, lo and behold, you know, to me, I look, my space jams. You understand? And not the, not the, not the one. From early, I'm talking about, you know, mm-hmm. the shits from the movie. Nine, white and black. We all know from the movie when he came and was banging the girls with me, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My shits is fully of that. <laughs> like, no box, no nothing. Just fully gone. And I'm like, yo, I'll be a size 14. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 But that was the last time. I didn't even get a chance to wear them joints at all yet, man. <laughs> like, you understand? Know they flew like a mingle because I never talked to that girl again and my chicks was gone. Like, so, man, just, you know, my whole thing is, and mind you, none of these chicks is my wife at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a sense of entitlement. I, I, I can't even, I can't even call it, but the overzealousness in women go, go from young to old to, to period. It's just, I just feel like that's just what it is. <laughs> like, hey, right. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this is... How this much you think you got for your case? I don't know what she did, man. I don't know if my kicks was in some type of garbage somewhere or she tried to, you know, do the sell, but they was brand spanking new. So whoever got, whoever got my kicks, salute to you, cat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> those joints... Because if I ain't that's hard to come by. Yeah, man, listen, I, I and, and you know what's crazy? I caught it on the sneakers app, you know, and it's mad hard to get some kicks on the sneakers app, but for whatever yeah. reason, I left up the draw, and uh, yeah, that was it. Fully a wrap. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, 
I mean, for me personally, I, I've um, I can't even begin to start talking about overzealousness with the females who I've encountered. Like it's it's on so many different levels. Um, I just I just give a story. This is um this is a story from, you know we we taking it back again. So I was dating mm-hmm. this girl, and you know at the time when we was dating we were young so things wasn't fully established yet right you know this is I didn't have much money I didn't have you know this is real young <laughs> young type of days so. I was going to go chill with, you know, my boy hit me up and everything. Um, He was like, yo, you know, come through, play some video games and, you know, hang out, chill. So I was like, ah, you know, I ain't really trying to come through right now because I got my girl with me. So she was telling me like, oh, you know, it's cool. We could go over there. Like, let's go and hang out. So I was a little hesitant because I was like, ah, you know, I don't want to mix, you know, my fellas with with my my lady at the time. But she was, you know, she was like insisting like, oh, you know, let's go. Let's let's go have fun. So I said, "Okay, let's do it. So we go over there at my boy crib now, try to play some video games. And um, all of a sudden. She starts trying to fill me up, you know what I'm saying? Filling on my buzz and everything that, you know, trying, trying to get frisky. So I'm like, wait a minute, like, yo, I'm trying to just chill, you know, this ain't the time and the place for all of this. So she, <laughs> she was like bypass all of that, right? Not, not listening to, I'm kind of nudging her off and she's like still being very aggressive. So I turn to my boy, I'm like, listen, man. I'm gonna have to be out because you know I'm gonna have to tend to these meats real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so we wind up leaving. Me and my girl at the time we wind up leaving, right? And we on my way back to my house. You know, so this is when I was living with my pops. So my pops. You know, he used to leave me a certain amount of money so I could get my dinner and everything, you know. And this girl is telling me, like, oh, well, you know, I'm hungry. I want to get some food. So I'm like, listen, I don't really got much money for the both of us. This is just my pops just left me money for me so I can get my food, my den, you know. (laughs) So she's like, oh, but I'm really hungry and everything like that. So, you know, I, being the nice guy that I that I am, you know, I felt kind of bad. So I said, you know what? I'm about to go tend to these meats. So before that, let me at least feed her, you know, get her energetic. You know what I'm saying? Give, give her some fuel <laughs> for what's about to go down. So we wind up going to the crown spot, you know, go to the crown, you know, get a little. And she's trying to order like, like a fish sandwich or some shit like that. And I don't eat. Fish sandwiches, you know, I I didn't really eat fish at the time. And whatever we got, we had to split. So I'm trying to negotiate. I'm like, listen, I don't eat that. I got to eat out of this too. So let's get something that both of us could share. 
right? This girl was insisting on getting the fish sandwich. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice my din. I'm going to get the fish sandwich, and I'm going to just eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich later, you know? So I wind up ordering the fish sandwich, and now, you know, we on the way to my crib. So while we're walking, this girl stops and says, all right, well, um, my friends is calling me. So I'm going to just go home. They like, she's like, oh, my my friends is calling me because she has some dance practice or some bullshit like that. Like, and she's like, oh my God. She's like, oh, um, I'm going to talk to you later. And she tries to get on the bus with my with my food, so I'm like, wait a minute. So, so you you baited me to leave my boy's crib, right? I was there chilling, playing video games, and you urged me to leave because you wanted to get into some action. Then you urged me to get some food that I don't eat. And then you try to leave with my grub <laughs> without without tending to to matters, you know if you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> sounds like nah, I ain't no matters tending tending to the butt end, man. Like yo, <laughs> you know, sounds like listen, oh, yeah. you could, you could go ahead and get on the bus and leave, but I'm gonna take this grub. And she was like, oh, but what? Like, I'm hungry and everything. So I'm like, okay, but you want to way home so you could, you know, eat when you get to your crib. <laughs> so she comes and tries to grab the grub away from me, like on some real, uh, you know, domestic violence type of situation, like try to really put me in, in a bind. So I'm holding her off, you know, giving it a stiff arm with the left arm, and I got the food in the right. And I'm like, listen, you're not taking this food. It's not happening. So you could just get on the bus and go about your business. And like I told you earlier, this was the more overzealous tone. You know, this was tone that really didn't, wasn't really as rational as I am today. So I'm getting frustrated because she's trying to grab the grub away, grab the grub from me. And I'm giving it a stiff arm. I'm not trying to really deez her too much. Like, you know, to where I'm hurting her, so I'm just just holding her off with one arm. So I get so mad, and I say, you know what, F this. And I throw the food over the gate, and I say, yo, if you that hungry, go get that shit. You understand? Go get it. If you that hungry, fuck out of here. You trying to come bait me into leaving my boy's crib and entice me with some buns, and then renege on that? I'm like the audacity of this girl. So I just threw the food over the gate, man. And I, and I, and I was just like, yo, I'm out. And I, I, and I left, man. That, that was, that was an overzealous, uh, she was super overzealous, man. Like, well, shit, y'all was both overzealous. And that, and that, and that, Yeah, y'all, we played you. Yeah, yeah, man. I hey. definitely, I definitely remember that story. Like, yo, 
Yeah, I definitely got played. You know, happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah, but at, at the, at, hey, hey, I, I say this much though. At the end of the day, she didn't get that fish sandwich. So, <laughs> you know, if I'm a, if, I'm a, if I'm a go out, I'm a go out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna go out like no sucker down. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, you out here doing the Queen Latifah set it off. Hey, yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Yo, remember that? Was said, listen, it was about being bad. Queen, she, 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 she got a cigarette, whatever she was smoking. I was like, man, fuck that. <laughs> just went through the shit. You know what I mean? The man killed us. Listen, you went out like a G, cat. Fuck it. That was. I don't, I don't, I don't get that reference, but I, I, I take it again. <laughs> I'm listen, like. The viewers know. Set it off, nigga. Yeah, you know man. Like, yo, they know. Went out like a G, you understand? That's what you did, bro. Mm-hmm. See, but I don't understand. Oh, yeah. A fish sandwich, man. He wanted a fucking fish sandwich, and yeah, that's man. too funny. That's why you should have got what you got, what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? That way, it wouldn't have been a problem because you wouldn't have wanted that sandwich. She was like. I mean, I that, that that, that's true, you know, and and that was a, a lesson learned. You know, I was younger at the time and I felt like, yo, you know, I'm trying to accommodate these buns, you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, you know, if I get it, a fish, if I get it, a fish sandwich, she going to do a little, you know, a little DC diving later, you know, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> like, this nigga, DC, <laughs> oh man, got right here. Yeah, I, with me, I don't know. I've I, I've been pretty lucky so far. Like I haven't had any memorable stories like that. Um, and also, like I tend to like stay calm in those situations. So anything. Like that happens, I usually just walk away. And I'll be like, "Man, I go scoop that fish sandwich." Um, <laughs> and I'm also like, I've been averse to relationships, so <laughs> I'm like, I don't got none of that headache shit that y'all be going through. AKA, lit up, Mister Sassy Dan, smash and dash. <laughs> <laughs> This guy is Mr. Casanova over here, you know? So, I get it. Mm, I don't know about that. I do okay. I do okay. (laughs) Yeah, you you, you the man, Cass. Because, uh, shit. We all the man. We all the man. I've been through the storm, like, yo. You know what I'm saying? A few times. Yo, I, oh, man. I know that shit's coming for me. One of these days, that storm gonna come. But speaking of storms and overzealousness, have y'all seen this Kong vs. Godzilla trailer? Nah. King Kong? Yo, that joint is gonna be fire. I'm trying to tell you, I saw it. Yo, you tell me Kong monkey? King Kong looking real athletic. Same, a lot of hot. Nah, nah. (laughs) There's no way a monkey beats a fire breathing lizard. That can swim and walk on water. I mean, on land. 
Like what the fuck? Nah. And they shoot missiles at him, and that shit. He just he just like like a scratch on his back. Like, oh shit! He come your monkey. King Kong. King, it looks like King Kong is just a full shape. Yeah, hold, hold on, I got a, I got a question though. Like, how many, how many times they gonna make remake these movies, man? Like, how many Kong? Well, versus- the Kong versus Godzilla movie hasn't been remade since like the fucking fifties, I think. Really? When they used to do Are like, you sure they didn't have one yeah, in like the nineties? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't make. They didn't make a Kong in Ghana. Not a Kong in Godzilla. They made. They made like a cartoon shit, but not like an actual like big screen jump. Yeah, yeah. right about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They made like a Godzilla movie. I think in the eighties that I used to have on VHS. Um, so they just had a Godzilla they movie a couple of years ago. Like they had yeah, a Godzilla. Godzilla. He's talking to. He, he's talking about yeah. the King Kong versus Godzilla shit. That was mad long ago next time. You know what I mean? Godzilla fought other, other... And when you talking about when he fought, like, other um, creatures, like, um, the big-ass roach. I don't know. That should look like a roach. Like, <laughs> but my man breathed his fire straight into this creature's bone and tore his head off. Are you telling me a monkey is going to beat him? Or try to beat him, like yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, man. Look, looks good. King Kong. I think this one. I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch it. That's a thing. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch it. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm locked think, into that. I think HBO Max on that one. I, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really too interested in that one. I'm, I'm all good. All that shit is free for me. Right at the crib. HBO Max. <laughs> Yo, that HBO Max, man. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love it. Director. God damn. I thought they were going to do the Christopher Nolan. Nah, I want my movies in the theater. So we got to wait for fucking Tenet. The man love. Yeah. yeah Tenet is out now, though, I believe. On DVD now. Yeah, it's out now. That. But that shit was supposed to be out, like, last year. But he wanted the movie sale tickets. Like Sam, I'm yeah. like, I, would, no, I ain't going to front. I went to see Tennis. I was like, yo, so I love, I love Christopher Nolan's movies. I like Denzel Son as an actor. Very, very, very good movie. Um, I went to see it, and you guys definitely should check it out. That joint's fire. Work. You know what I'm yeah, but yeah, what, what about sure. what about Black Widow? That's what I mean. What's going on with that? Because Black Widow not coming out to the summer, I believe. Yeah, I mean, they twisted they that, man. Yeah, they definitely waiting for the sales because I, I, I mean, I watch all my Marvel movies. I'm a big Marvel fan, so all of the the Marvel movies I go to the theaters for, and I'm I'm waiting on this, man. I, I'm waiting on this so that we can fully get into the next phase of the you know Marvel Cinematic Universe. I believe this shit came out. The Disney Plus shit is out now. The, um, yeah, the Marvel uh, I've been watching that. So the one division Yeah, we up to episode four. Is it like, good? The f- nah, I haven't watched it at all yet. I'm I'm watched it. I watched it. The first three episodes was a little weird for me because I was like, it's like based in like the the sixties or the fifties, where Wanda and Vision are trying to like fit in as normal citizens. So I really don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> So I mean, so is this like some alternate universe that she created? They they haven't like 
you know, they haven't said yet. So we up to episode four, and I guess like they're gonna un- unveil things as you know the episodes go goes along. But right now we're so it's not it's not week by Buffalo. Pardon me, pardon me. Oh, no, oh, yeah, no, no, it is. It's a week. It's a, I think it's every week is an episode they drop. So this is it's a week by week joint. Okay, yeah, this the, right. this, the fourth, yeah. this the fourth week right now. So, but you know what's funny though. I, 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 it's, how can you watch that? But you never want to watch like power and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that shit is the week by week Johnson. You watching that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, you talking to me? Yeah, you okay? Like, you usually watch, I fully good. watch Ghost. What are you talking about? I watched the whole season. Yeah, but I mean, you usually wait until the end and watch it at the, you know what I mean? Like the whole shit at one time. You don't usually. You know, you never usually do it week by week. That's why I'm surprised. I'm like, wow. You know, I thought that you was probably just going to wait and then watch it. You know what I mean? Like, binge watch the whole shit. Yeah, well, I mean, it was one day where I didn't have anything to do. I was just in the crib. And then I just say, yo, let me just watch it. And it was already three episodes in. So I watched all three episodes. And now I'm up to the fourth. <laughs> like, power, see, power or ghost or... You know, all American, all my other shows. That's different. I need, I need to watch that at my own discretion. I don't want any. I don't want the network to tell me I have to wait till next week in order to watch it. No, I want to watch it. If I want to watch three episodes in a row, then I watch three episodes in a row. If I want to watch, you know. Five episodes and come back and watch the next three. Like that's how I want to watch. I don't want to watch it. Then wait till oh on next week's episode and they give you a little clip, the little teaser, and now you all hype. And then you gotta sit down and wait. Nah, that's not that's not where I, that's not where I'm at, man. I want to watch it in its entirety. If I want to watch all ten episodes in a row, I should be able to do that. Nah, I understand that. I mean, I know for me, though, like, All American Power, like, those are really my, my, really my only shows that I watch. Another show that I really like that hasn't come out yet is uh, The Ozark. I'm a big Ozark fan. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorites. But these shows are so hot, and the fact that people are so overzealous for social media, and you know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm going to just watch it right away. That way it's like, all right, at least I know what's going on. Then the wait to the end because people are just, and they spoil it. And I hate that. Like it's to me, one of the, it started with power. They were just, I knew the game with power before I saw the last episode for the shit with ghosts getting shot and shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, man, you know? So it's like, it's tough. And, yeah, so that's really why I try to watch it. Well, All American, I don't really got to worry about that because everybody really waits for Netflix for All American anyway. So, I mean, I'm watching All American. It's out. I'm watching it, but, you know, I yeah, mean, I'm with this one division joint, yeah, yeah, you know, again, I'm, I'm not even going to say nothing, but All American, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, uh, one division, you know, I haven't watched it at all yet, and I, I want to watch it. I think I may try to. I think I'm a binge watch one division. You know what I mean? Like watch it at the end, try something different. But um, like I said though, as far as um, it's definitely as as, one uh, of these shows where you're gonna have to rewatch it because there's so much going on that's like in the first three episodes. I'm saying to myself after I just watched the episode, 
I'm saying to myself, wow, I'm going to have to watch this again because I, I didn't fully grasp or, or like certain things went over my head. So right. I'm going to rewatch it. Like once the season is over, I'm going to watch all the episodes again anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, hey, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like, I agree with you. I'm, I ain't going front. Uh, not to not to change, but I'm I'm really excited for Candyman too. You know what I mean? I'm mad when I watch Candyman. Like that's supposed to also uh, be coming out in the summertime, and they pushed it back. I think that that's gonna be a dope one. Um, but they pushed back everything, man. This shit is like yo, yeah, Candyman. Oh, it's like you don't know when shit is gonna come out. Candyman mm-hmm. was the only scary movie as a kid that I was afraid of. Like just to picture a. Seven foot black dude with a hook and bees coming out of his mouth in my bathroom, just mm-hmm. chilling, waiting to kill me. Like the thought of that was much scarier than uh, Freddy or Jason, Chucky, any of these other scary movies that was you know back in those times. Like mm-hmm. Candyman for me yeah. was was by far the scariest. Candyman was. Yeah, man, this guy was was a man. He just looks. You know what I'm saying the dude, Tony Todd, nigga was just. Man, that was one of the greatest of all time for me, as far as scary movies. Like, cause I actually like watch, watch, uh, watch uh, like to watch uh, scary movies and Candyman. I like the, the acting and how they they're changing the story up to an extent. Yeah. Hey, it, look, it looks like it's gonna be fire, man. Like, yo, you know. Would, would you um, say? So, would you yeah, say I mean, that- would you say that Candyman is the most overzealous uh, horror <laughs> horror film uh, villain? Nah, I can't. I can't. I, it's up there. It's definitely in my. But to me, the most overzealous is Michael Myers. Michael Myers is madder. His pursuit is a wrap. And once nah, he locked nah, in, nah, six, six. You got to talk to this man, six. Like I, I. Nah, I can't say Michael Myers. What? Michael Myers is mad. Oh my goodness, this guy. I mean, Candyman. You got to You got to announce. You got to call Candyman. See, Michael Myers. It's a rap. You know what I'm saying? You got to do this. You know, do shit in the mirror and shit. Michael Myers, when he pursues you, it's curtains, and he never runs. I never seen him run at all. You know what I'm saying? The nigga's gonna walk and fully fuck you up, regardless of what, son. Like. You're gonna get nah. fired, or you're gonna fuck up, and then it's a wrap. <laughs> like, yo, nah. I even though I don't, I don't watch scary movies because I think scary movies are trash. Because personally, I never get scared by them. Um, but Jigsaw is the most overzealous. My man, yeah. seven movies creating yeah. elaborate. Yeah. I never watched the Jigsaw. I've never seen I Saw. I, I never, you know what it is for me? I mean, you know, you know, my injury history and breaking bones and shit was never hot and funny to me at all. So, I, I mean, from what I saw one time, niggas breaking their neck and shit, it was just, I don't know. I just never, it made me queasy. So I was like, I'm all good on that. So that I never, that Saw franchise. I never watched Saw at all. Saw franchise, as far as horror goes, is one of the best franchises. Like, between you know that I, I mean it's kind of like Final Destination in a sense where it's like all these freaky type of accident type things are happening but it's not really an accident because this guy's setting up traps but 
it, it's that I love I love Saul, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jigsaw, he's one of the most overzealous villains. Like to create that many elaborate traps and puzzles, like you don't get more overzealous than that. Michael Myers is just a dude without a brain running. He's basically a fucking zombie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, but his pursuit, the fact that it doesn't matter, and he never runs but at yeah, all, he's that's not overzealous. He lives in a swamp. He ain't got shit else to do but chase motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. My man Jigsaw fully out here saying elaborate traps. Michael Myers is chasing motherfuckers. Like, that ain't hard. Now, saying these elaborate traps and puzzles and shit and making people use their brain, bam, that is, that is just a, Evil, evil motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so can can we can can we say these three are in the top three as far as being over there? You know what I'm saying? Or, or is it anyone else? I, you know, I, I think yeah, I, I would say it, it's it's tough. I, I will have to go through the list of all of the horror movie villains, but I, I put my money on Candyman. But the simple fact of you have to go back and watch that movie and look at Candyman himself, the the character. If you look at his origin story, like how he became crazy, like he, it's deep, man. It's real deep because he was dating this woman who was like a white woman, and the village found out and like set him on fire. Like it was all this crazy type of. Yeah, racial, man, shit, yeah. yeah, like racial tones behind it. So, and then he comes back, you know, and and, and it starts killing the village. And it's, it's it's just crazy. So, yes, it, yeah, I'm the shot town shit, boy. <laughs> Chirac, man. <laughs> like he's one of the original because it was the shot. It was in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, right? I the believe, Candyman, yeah, I believe so. Yes, the yeah, yeah. because yeah, yeah, Chicago, you know, Chirac. Like yo, because I know the new story. The guy, the guy, you know, from the trailer and shit. The guy is like a reporter cat, and he's trying to find out, you know, going to you know Cabrini Green and shit. You know what I'm saying? Trying to, I guess, research the joint with Candyman. Then did he could just become Candyman or some shit? I don't know, man. Yeah, it looks hot. I, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta watch the new one. But for those who have not watched Candyman, please go back because. Like I said, the the origin story of him is probably the deepest out, out of any ho- like horror movie villain. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta go rewatch that. Yeah, Candyman was <laughs> like like Antonio said, man. I ain't gonna front me. The, the scariest shit for me was Thriller when I was a kid. Son. I did not want to watch Thriller at all. Thriller, and y'all might laugh at me. It was Thriller and Cornbread. When cornbread got killed, shit. Are you throwing cornbread, Ken? Nah, what's cornbread? What is that? You don't remember the... Okay, so it's a movie about, like, a basketball player, and his name is Cornbread and shit. And the niggas, like, my brother made me watch it, and I remember he mad got in trouble because cornbread gets killed or shot or some shit mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, if you look it up, the shit is called cornbread. It's not a scary movie at all, but for whatever reason... I was afraid the fact that he got killed and shit or got shot or whatever it was. And my older brother at the time, he got in trouble for like making me watch the shit when I was man young and everything. But um, 
Thriller was mad. Um, I used to be mad afraid of Thriller. My pops used to tease me like, "I don't give a fuck. You gonna watch Thriller? I'm like it's not scary and shit. It just tease me. I used to be mad crying. Everything <laughs> like, oh, this is so scary and everything. You know, when he turned you to the shit and you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just that video was was so scary to me. Like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that that was it, man. That, obviously, Candyman. Candyman was. I was oh my goodness. I have I haven't watched Cornbread, but I'ma look it up, and you know we yeah. we gonna we gonna, we gonna revisit we gonna revisit that in another episode, and uh, right. you know we gonna we gonna wrap this up, y'all. So this is it, man. We want to thank you for listening, episode one, and um, yeah, man. Be sure to catch us on Spotify. YouTube, Anchor, and all the other, you know, streaming platforms, you know. Follow us on Instagram, mad underscore overzealous underscore podcast. And we out. Yeah, man. Salute. I'm going to see ya. Yes, sir.